Hey, cafeteriaites, if you want to see us embarrass ourselves even more than we already do, join our Patreon. Patreon.com slash cafeteriapod. More content, more laughs, more reasons to make fun of us. And hey, we put the money towards really important things, you know, like Johnny trying to grow facial hair, or Brent trying to keep his feet attached, or Ryan trying to grow arms. You can get in for only five bucks. So go to Patreon.com slash cafeteriapod. Enjoy the show. As our friend Superhuman says, let's do it live. <laughs> yeah, push it to the limit. <laughs> push it to the limit. Push it to the limit. Push it to the limit. What if this whole episode is just us singing our favorite uh, thrustful songs? Riding on the razor's edge. <laughs> Wait, which one is that? That's Push It to the Limit from Scarface. That this I was reminded of that song again. Brent sent me a nice uh cool uh video of Instagram of somebody uh basically making like toy miniature model kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that song's playing in the background, and that is one of the dopest 80s songs of all time. Push it to the limit. It's Wait, essentially that... it could be a, a training montage song. Oh yeah. There's no easy way out. That's when uh, Rocky's training in the snow and shit in uh, Rocky really? Four, I believe. Never seen it, but uh, I do know the scene you're talking about. Brent, <laughs> you've seen Pancakes Murder Hot Dogs Part Three, and you've never seen Rocky Four. No, I barely seen Rocky One. We discussed this when I was in Philadelphia. I finally watched Rocky in Philadelphia. Yeah. Because because you didn't want to go anywhere. <laughs> it was there was still the big K COVID. Oh, that's right. The old nineteen was still floating around. The old nineteen was that uh, welcome uh, was, to the limit. <laughs> was that a nickname in Indiana? Because apparently, uh, back home in Pennsylvania, that that was it was given that nickname by a lot of the uh, the anti believers. The old nineteen. Yeah, I I got the nineteen. <laughs> wow. No. Nah. <laughs> All right. no. I, and if it was, I don't hang out with those types of people anyway. Oh, you no. oh, you talking about the 19? Is <laughs> yeah, that what maybe. you got? The 19? Man, the 19 hounds it hangs around longer, so much longer yeah. than the other 18. Uh, yeah, you, 18. it pushes it to the limit. It, it's it's fitting that they call it the old 19 because probably those same same people love nothing more than a barely legal. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> man just saying the pedophiles johnny but yeah no uh i knew i knew a guy uh a guy in high school like it was one of those times where i came back to visit i had not been home in a long time and i went to like a local bar with a buddy of mine and this guy was there mm-hmm. and i don't remember how old we were at the time probably like mid-20s or something but i remember like he walked up to my but and this is a kid i've known since elementary school but he always he, he had some issues and he um and he goes yeah man he's like you know it's too bad it's uh it's not like Tuesday night man a lot of teenies come in on Tuesdays I'm like, yeah. like oh god first off it's a bar I don't even know what he meant by that but just the word was was just it teenies. got me in the dude it got me in the liver my liver started bleeding yeah oh god yeah. that that one's uh that one's a butthole clencher right there mm-hmm. sure is that, sure. that one that one's taking it past the limit. 
That's big and best of lemon. <laughs> so wait, something where, you regret? <laughs> where in Scarface was like? I imagine that was part of a montage where he's like just throwing cocaine all over the place, or what? That's my. I've actually never seen Scarface, so I've, I don't know. I specific, just rewatched but. Scarface for the second time, and uh, let, let me look up Scarface the runtime because I believe it's like a three-hour movie. No shit, it's Godfather style. God damn. It's two hours and fifty minutes. That's yeah. a lot of yayo to cover in three. Directed hours. by uh, Brian De Palma, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> I I rewatched it because I wanted to. I I saw. I had only seen it once. And I'm the type of movie viewer that I got to see a movie like twice because my initial viewing is usually clouded by the pop culture that I know about the movie. It's I'm I'm watching it for the hype of the movie. So I wanted to watch Scarface again. And it's not as good as uh, you remember. Oh, yeah, it's not. And it's it's too long. And like Robert Loja is in the movie and he's. So, like trying to be uh Hispanic, but my God, it's the worst accent I've ever seen in a movie. You know? And it's you ever seen some somebody's acting so bad that you have to go to the internet to make sure you're not being pretentious? Yeah. I went to Reddit <laughs> and I was like, is Robert Loja bad and and Scarface? And so many people are like, I don't even know why he tried to do an accent because it's just really bad. You know what? What year is Scarface from? Is that seventies? Like, are we talking? It's like, I think it's like 81, 82? Okay. 83. Oh. You can watch 82. it on Tubi right now, just Man. after you watch uh, Physical Therapy. And and Thanksgiving. Yes. Push it to the limit. Push it to the limit. Happy fortieth anniversary. You know, back in those days, man, when a you know, a, a white actor could just play any nationality. No one gave a shit. Yep. No matter how bad it was. But also, like, uh, uh, what's his face? Tony Montana. Uh, wh- whoever plays him. I don't remember the name. It's right Montaigne. Montaigne. I meant Joe Montaigne. <laughs> yeah. I mean, is it, is it, is it, isn't it Al Pacino? It's Al yeah. Pacino. I don't know how yeah. I can figure. Is it Pacino? Play, uh, I was going to say it. Cuban, it, I think he's Cuban. He plays yeah, it pretty well. Like, good point. Isn't Pacino an Italian, as far as I know? Yeah, I don't know. And, and then, like, like to go even deeper down that rabbit hole. So he's uh, like an Italian doing a Cuban accent, and then uh, White Scott Hall does an impression <laughs> of <laughs> Tony Montana to do the Razor Ramon character, who yeah. he is also not Cuban. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, there are also interviews of people. Being like, I always thought he was Cuban. Nope. <laughs> so he played it well, but no, Scarface. Uh, Pacino, moved. by the way, 82 years old, almost. Uh, no, he is 80, almost 83. He is pretty much straight up Sicilian and Italian. So the, there is, he was just playing a Cuban dude. And there is, people just are like, all right. Well, yep. John, uh, John I got Lane. To... Well, go ahead. No, John... no, I'm changing that. <laughs> okay, go ahead. How, how much money did you make? Brent, that's what I wanted to ask. Not enough. We're gonna move. <laughs> no, no, please, please continue because you're. I'm ch- slightly changing the subject, so you go oh, ahead. Snap. Okay. Played. Uh, was it Genghis Khan? And Who did? John Wayne, the actor. I did not know that. I only remember John Wayne with a cowboy hat. You know, with the slowest moving movies I had ever seen in my life as a kid. Just and the thing is though. I didn't want to turn away from them like they were interesting. But on top of that, I, I can't imagine 
most of the people playing the Native Americans were actually Native American. No, <laughs> look at look at I just sent you pictures of John Wayne playing Genghis Khan, like just wow. to and John Wayne. <laughs> Oh, the God. type of actor John Wayne just kind of plays John Wayne. There's not he doesn't transform. Wait a minute. You can't be John Wayne. No, Genghis Khan was oh geez, I'm afraid to look at the Oh hell no. Yeah, that is just that's just John <laughs> Wayne with a pencil mustache with a very thin Fu Manchu. That's all that is. How here here's a link here. What is it? The movie that accidentally killed almost half of its cast. That was the 1956 movie about Genghis Khan. How they do? I don't know how they did that, but oh, God probably damn. ruined a lot of people's careers. <laughs> it sounded like it was a, a flop of a movie. Oh, we gotta look this. Wait, should we watch this as a watch along? <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, uh, let, let, let us know. Uh, uh, like, comment, and subscribe. <laughs> let yeah. us know if you want to uh, watch Genghis Khan starring John Wayne with us. Wow. And like made that. that $9 million in the box office. Came out 1956. Yep, it sure did. And I'm going to look up on YouTube right now to see if it's actually available. It sure as fuck is. A full two-hour movie, Columbia Pictures, Genghis Khan, starring our favorite Genghis Khan, John <laughs> Wayne. <laughs> I don't even know. Where's Genghis Khan from? I don't recall. I'm sorry. Uh, not not Texas. No, <laughs> I'll tell you that much. Not living on a ranch. Uh, I, I got to see sort of the opposite version of that uh, today. Oh, shit. Uh, and it was a guy just making some money. Uh, so uh, when I was driving to Best Buy to pick something up there. Man, you were uh, getting that Best Buy money, huh? Hell shit. yeah, I'm making that Best Buy money. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. There was, um, you know, when, when people have to dress up like as mascots. Or whatever to like try to get business. You see it a lot like around tax time where someone will be dressed mm -hmm. as like the Statue of Liberty, like sure. trying to get people in. So this was for um I think it was called like College Hunks Moving Company oh, yeah. or something like that. Yeah, it was they're all over the place. Lines. They're yeah. national, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was somebody in two that hunks costume. In a truck. Yeah, there was someone in that costume, and the costume uh it, it's not like a full body, so it's like the head. And you're kind of wearing the outfit like normal. You know, you kind of just have like clothes, but like it's like the head kind of thing. Mm -hmm. The head is very much a pasty white guy. The dude wearing the head was clearly black. I'm outraged. <laughs> but, like, I am outraged. Yeah. I, 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 oh, so it, oh, I can't do blackface, but he can do white face. Is that what we're talking about? And what? No, where's white history month? When are you going to, when are we going to have that? <laughs> do you think he gets a bonus yeah. <laughs> depending on the costume? No. No, I mean, it, it's it's one of those things, like, I mean, he's just a dude trying to make some money. But, like, it was just interesting to see that, like, man, that, they couldn't have had a whiter mascot as far as, like, how it's designed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, like, the dude just trying to make some money, just, like, waving. He's like, yo, hey, hey. <laughs> come, on, come on over. I'm Wouldn't away. it be fucked up if it was a white guy, but then he went black everything else <laughs> but face? He, he did uh, Roddy Piper at uh, WrestleMania oh, six. Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> Before he did the half and half. I the do. Poor guy, uh, he puts on the outfit. He's like, "Hey, uh, I'm getting the white face pay bump today, right?" Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do love that. There's a movie that's famous for blackface called The Jazz Singer, starring a guy named Al Jolson. But when you Google just the term blackface, most of the, like a lot of the images that pop up are Al Jolson in blackface. 
Damn. That's how famous that is and how synonymous Al Jolson is with blackface is, you know, he probably wouldn't give a shit now, but if you just were to look back and be like, I can't believe I was the blackface guy. I am the face of blackface. <laughs> I am the blackface. <laughs> what do you remember? What? Because if if John Wayne was playing Genghis Khan in in 1956, when was the when the was this singer? Movie? Had to be probably what 30s or 40s, right? I don't think I don't think they were still making movies in blackface in the 50s god i hope not 1927 okay i I figured it had to be way earlier but jesus christ the fact that even happened is uh woof you know hey hey have you ever seen the movie bamboozled with damon wayans and michael rapaport and tommy davidson and i want to say jada pinkett i don't recall johnny you're the only person who watches every movie made by the former cast of in living color good point cannot argue yeah but no, I have not seen that movie. It is, man, dis- it is eye-opening and disturbing. It's it's one of those movies, that it's kind of like 8mm with Nicolas Cage. I watched it once, and I'm like, this movie doesn't suck. I just never want to see it again because it makes me so sad and miserable. Kind of like how Bamboozled is. Like, it's a Spike Lee movie, too. It's really well done, but it, like, it, it punches you in every organ so badly that you're like, I can't watch that again, and I hate myself for watching it as a white person it's yeah. just like it's that, so that, well done that's how i felt watching cars too Understood. Uh, yeah the cover of bamboozled is too uh seems like characters in blackface it is it's tommy davidson and savian glover i believe who's like a super famous dancer from you know back then they basically like it, it's in a society where this tv producer who played by damon wayans decides to completely like flip the script because he's desperate for like ratings and a hit show and basically brings back a modern it was actually called the modern day minstrel show and tommy davidson mm-hmm. and this guy Stephen glover basically perform in blackface and it creates this like massive uproar and it's just like it's so goddamn like uh visceral and surreal and stuff like that it just it punches you in the gut because you're like ah oh, fuck this used to be like accepted holy shit and uh, just really good cast and everything. Nothing well, funny about it. Just really good. You always it always comes around somebody so and so that holds office. Oh, there's a picture of them in blackface, and it's always at Halloween. Yeah, which, yeah. There, there's there's always a Halloween blackface or Adolf Hitler costume. Exactly. Yeah, and there, it's, I'm just paying tribute. Yeah, but <laughs> which it is racist, and I do think partly you are racist if you do blackface, but. You know how I know you're really racist? Show me your Arbor Day pictures. Mm. And if you're in blackface <laughs> on Arbor Day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ha- Halloween blackface. And if you're like 20 in college, I can kind of forgive you for just being a dumb kid who doesn't Wait, understand fall. What decade, though? What decade? Uh, like last year. No, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. at this point, at this point, you can't be that stupid. I don't care if you're 2021. 20, well, I, I mean, at this point, yeah, but but I'm talking about when people like look at like, oh, here's where this guy was in college in 1992 and he did this costume, and it's like, yeah, it's shitty, but for, for me, something for me to be upset with somebody, I need to see them in blackface yesterday, because then you clearly don't fucking know, <laughs> like you really don't. If it's like 92, it, it, it's the same way that like with cancel culture for jokes and stuff like that. Okay, sure. If you if you 
show me someone stand up from 1991 and they said some, you know, and some transphobic shit, but they haven't done transphobic jokes since then. Maybe they've learned and maybe they've evolved as people and we don't need to have ruined their career in 2023. If they did it yesterday, fuck them. Well, I think it's also, it just depends on the person because don't forget, you know, two of the most famous comedy albums of all time, you know, or slash specials were by Eddie Murphy. He's got an entire bit where he's dropping uh, the other the F, F slur. Uh, then, then they start looking at your ass. These gays, they look at your ass. And that's yeah. why I move around on stage because your ass gets all hot because the gays are looking at your ass. Right. And, and then, it, then actually he, he jokes about he makes AIDS jokes because, you know, early 80s that, that people thought that like only that population had AIDS. And if, mm -hmm. if you're around them, you're going to get AIDS. Like it was, it, we were so ignorant and like uninformed and uneducated and all that shit. So like no one, I don't think, I don't remember seeing any criticism for Eddie Murphy because it was, it was 40 years ago, but like he's a legend. So people are like, ah, they, you know, give it a pass. But like this shit he was saying wouldn't, wouldn't fly today. I yeah. Think. I, I, I think, think he would say that probably, yeah. you know, Ho hopefully. <laughs> yeah. There, there is a, a video that is so laughably homophobic it involves uh andrew dice clay surprise mm. and it's him <laughs> he's talking about where where all these f slurs coming from and he's like what planet are they from planet i can't say it without saying the f slur Ag uh Ag agatron oh, agatron <laughs> and it's so like what a bizarre thing to say back then yeah, it's like it's so like it's not it, funny because it's funny. It's funny because it's so outrageously homophobic. That's like, that's, and, and it's like such a unoriginal because you could say that with any where are all these ginger beard guys got ginger beard of, of Tron. <laughs> like it's not even a joke. It's just saying what. the thing and then adding a Tron. Yeah, at the yeah. end. Hey, what? I got a friend with short arms. He wasn't born in America. He was born on Krippatron. And then Krippatron flew, right there. They flew him here in a little tiny egg that was already cracked. And then he just dropped into a, like a big uh, bale of hay. And here he is. That's nothing. It's not even a joke. It's like... And I bet he did that shit in front of like 20,000 people at MSG and they were like, yeah, yeah, that's where they're from. The bit killed in this video. And oh, I will it. just go back to watch because it's so, you're Dude. like, I, I don't even know how you were getting away with that back in the day. Probably because people were homophobic. So but it was just uh, like, my God, this is so outrageous. Go ahead, Johnny. So producer fiance is a big fan of Steve Harvey. She does not know him as a comedian. She knows him as like the talk show host, Steve Harvey. The, huh? He said, what? Uh, That's yeah. crazy. <laughs> she knows, she knows him as the advice guy, Steve Harvey, the, the think you know. like a man. Yeah. And, and like a, a woman. And a lot of his videos are, are super great and, and insightful and all that shit. And he tells, there's a, a video that went viral where he tells the story about how he was like a broke comic working in Florida, had no money, and got a chance to be on Showtime at the Apollo, but he didn't have the money to get up to New York. Next thing you know, the, the club owner in Florida was like, hey, you're funnier than the headliner. Do more time. I'll double your pay this week. And long story short, he gets up to New York. And so I'm listening to this on like a, a long drive a couple of weeks ago. And I was like, he talks about his time at the Apollo. And that night, he's like, D.L. Hughley bombed. Jamie Foxx bombed like all these legends bombed on Showtime and got booed off stage. And he, he went up there and I guess crushed it for three, four minutes. 
got a standing ovation, and it led to him being, I think, the longest-running host of Showtime at the Apollo in history or something. Mm-hmm. But I found the, the the clip on YouTube, like his whole set, the three- or four-minute set. And this is Steve Harvey, I want to say, 1991. It was before Jamie Foxx got in Living Color and, like, super blew up and all that shit. And I watched the set, and I was like, it was a great performance. But I was like, it's it was not. Like, he talked about how he got a standing ovation for this Mike Tyson bit. Um where like Mike Tyson got into like a fight at a store and he was talking about how like the guy who punched him, his eye was talking and it was like well-performed. I'm like, this wasn't like a, an amazing set. And then I watched stand-up sets from like the eighties and nineties. I'm like, these are not good at, they're not really that good. <laughs> and it just made, I don't know, maybe stand-up has evolved. Creativity has evolved and just, I don't know. What do you guys think? Like, has it evolved or am I just being a dick? Well, no, I mean, everything, is a fucking product of its time to or to a certain extent. Uh, I mean, you can put it into any context. Uh, you know, I hate the Beatles. Same. I wouldn't say I, I wouldn't say the Beatles suck though. They're right. just from a time that it it doesn't speak to me in any kind of way because that type of music isn't the sound that I grew up with or care about. Mm. My parents didn't push it on me. And again, I think they're important. I would never say that they're oh they suck and they're overrated or whatever. No, they're just not for me. That's but like people can't distinguish between not liking them and them not being good. Yeah, right. I mean, I'm the, I'm that way with a lot of stand up, like legends and stand up. I don't like listening to George Carlin, for instance. Mm-hmm. I find it boring to listen to now. I would never say he's not important or influential or even that he's not funny. It just I don't want to hear it these days. Uh, I, I, and a lot of it's just the context of, of what you're into. If you're keeping up with modern stuff and you care about that, things change and tastes change. And I think that's, I I mean, we're all pro wrestling fans. Mm. So much seventies and eighties wrestling is boring as shit to watch Mm -hmm. because everyone it's more athletic. Now people do bigger. It's, it's hard to watch two guys just putting on headlocks for 20 minutes now. I mean, nobody was pretending to be a Cuban. And if you're not doing that, then I'm out. It's like, if if white guys aren't pretending to be not white guys, I'm out. <laughs> or repossessing objects, I'm out. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it I... Re- 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 repo man. <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, I, I don't know, maybe comedy is uh, one of those mediums that ages the worst. Because so much of it relies on, I think hip hop is the same way where it ages not great because so many, uh, so much of hip hop and comedy relies on references. Well, to a certain extent, I I'm not saying all of it, Johnny. Stop. No, but, but, but no. Actually, go ahead. But, but, well, no, <laughs> I'm just saying like there's a ton of hip hop that is popular from like the 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 80s and 90s and like early 2000s. That is now popular with the new generation. Like, dude, I walked into uh, our oldest works at uh, at, at a Pack Sun. Right? They're mm-hmm. selling Outcast T-shirts. Outcast is not had an, yeah, right. They haven't had an album out in twenty years. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, so I think hip hop holds up way better than stand up comedy. Like, and I'm I'm not trying yeah. to be like a I think comedy that's snob. music versus comedy though. I think yeah. music's gonna hold up better for sure. I, I just I'm blown away at like. Some of these sets I see on like, then again, I see sets on late night today that I think are dog shit. And I'm like, okay, they made a connection with the show booker and they finally got on. But like there, there are Johnny Carson sets and other late night sets I watch. And I'm just like, whew, good for them. Like, yeah, I mean, I mean, I, 
like the the problem is, and I think this is where it's an argument that can't ever fully. So much of it's subjective anyway, just based on your natural taste for stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, 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 like Johnny, you would never be able to convince me that hip hop holds up because I don't really like hip hop that much. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean it doesn't mean you're wrong, but Can I'm just I not. Convince you that the monkeys are better than the Beatles because they are. Um, no. uh, d- just because that's a no. hilarious <laughs> thing to say. Yes, oh, I love them <laughs> you, so much. I love them. You so can't much. you can't convince me of that because you, that's hilarious. You can't even convince me that the monkeys are better than the Beach Boys and the Beach Boys Ooh. aren't better than the Beatles. Oh, you yeah. son of a bitch! You're talking not, my not, language. I mean, it not, it would be nice, Johnny. Wouldn't it be nice? Yeah. Wouldn't it yeah. be nice if the Beach Boys <laughs> and the monkeys were ranked higher than? Okay, good. And the thing is, that doesn't. Oh, oh, they made a super group. Oh, the yo. Beach Monkeys. If you <laughs> which unfortunately so, these goddamn beach <laughs> monkeys. Saying, that sounds like a racial slur, and I'm terribly oh, sorry shit. to everybody. Oh, One of no. them fucking beach monkeys was in my truck last night. <laughs> yeah. Just he tossing is, sand about. Man, he, he just had a he had a surfboard and had <laughs> a bowl cut and he wouldn't leave me alone. Had one of them button-up shirts, only one goddamn <laughs> button was buttoned. Uh, <laughs> and then his Asian girlfriend, which I'm fine with, came yeah. in and broke up the band. The whole oh my band. God, that reminds me of a story. Okay. <laughs> that, that reminds me. I hate Asian. Asian <laughs> like, oh, no, Johnny. <laughs> no, like, uh, so, uh, oh, this was probably maybe, I don't know, six, seven years ago. Uh, I went home to Pennsylvania and Pug and I. What up, what Pug? Up, Pug? Pug's not listening. not listening to our liberal bullshit. No, probably not. That's okay. So him and not, I do... He'll come back when he knows that we're talking about beach monkeys. <laughs> Finally, we stick him to stick it to the beach monkeys. <laughs> so we we like to do our like Pennsylvania history day trips. We find a place to go to we haven't been to. We drive to it, whatever. And I forget where we were. And we came across like kind of an older guy in his 60s who's on like one of those like uh, those big ass Harleys where you could fucking live on if you wanted to. One of them mm-hmm. gym, you know, gimmicks, right? And it's this guy... And then his his lady with him his is old lady younger well younger old lady yeah but it's still his old lady yes I, I, even if she's a teeny it's still his old lady <laughs> old lady that can't be the title of the episode um, <laughs> teeny old lady so <laughs> and I, we we ain't talking small folks yeah. so she is on the 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 Harley with them or whatever and we're talking to them she is obviously she's of Asian descent. Very strong accent. Like, English is not her strong suit. And I don't even know how this guy gets into, like, this diatribe of how, like, he's tired of, like, illegals coming in the country and people from the from other countries coming into the U.S. I'm like, but your hey, wife. But that I'm right like, there. It, we laugh about it to this day. I'm like, now, nah, look, I, I can't stand all these foreigners. I'd like you to meet my wife here. She <laughs> Was it Mitch McConnell? Oh man! Who voted against uh, his own marriage being legal? (laughs) My God! Sorry, Pug. Why can't Why can't Mitch McConnell go snow tubing and see what happens? You know what I mean? Just come on, man. Well, that that, I did this club in uh, Evansville, Indiana, and for a while it was called uh, I think it was a a music club. Then they changed to a comedy club, and it was called for a while Jazzy Grooves Comedy Club. Oh dear God! Which is a really bad name for a comedy club. Sure is. And the uh, we do the show, and afterwards the guy's paying us, and this guy is not white. 
he is a uh, darker than white. And he's like, <laughs> you know, we got a lot of, uh, you know, colored folk that come in here. And it was, uh, it's just weird to hear that come out of a guy who would be considered that. Was he saying like, it in that manner or was he like kind of um, making it like a, as a friendly kind of a, a term? I guess. No, no, it's not friendly coming from this guy. Okay. And he, he pays us, but it's, he's like, now the IRS and I are not friends, what? but they said, <laughs> I'm allowed to uh, pay somebody, give a one-time gift. So I'm giving you fellas a gift and he's paying, he's doling out this money on this table. And, but it's, it's like he, you know, when you deal solitaire, Oh yeah. <laughs> he's like not making a stack and then a stack. He's like two for making, you, five for me, yeah, two for yeah. you, five for me. <laughs> he's like doling out like it's solitaire. So he's making like eight different stacks of money. And he's like, see me, I'm a redneck. I'm a redneck, but he's, he's not, he's like, I'm a, I look like a redneck, not him, but it was right. just very weird to hear, hear him use the ter- the term colored when he is in fact would be that and it's like we don't say that anymore you know but then he's like me i'm a redneck maybe jazzy grooves takes place during the prohibition era who knows i guess i don't know but but it was weird and then i I, of course the club has since gone out of business but one of my favorite posts from a comedy club was uh it just the post just said where are y'all at <laughs> Everyone's like at home. At home, I'd uh, go back if they booked me. No, uh, yeah, I mean, I'd go anywhere. Yeah, but it's uh, yeah, it's just that that situation of like you said, Johnny, of like I'm tired of this and I'm tired of that, and, and you're like, well, I mean, the people you're complaining about are the people you're shacking up with. Mm-hmm. Why didn't she say anything? Uh, I don't think she quite understood what the hell we were talking about. Okay. Yeah. What else we got this episode? This has been, I got to say, this has been one of our more, uh, yeah, we're actually talking about shit. Talking yeah. about beach monkeys. Yeah. yeah. I gotta, <laughs> I, oh God. Is that the title of the episode? I, oh. I made a note in my phone that it was, but uh, Damn it. yeah, I'm uh, life is good. I, I had a good weekend in, uh, in Peoria. Well, I'm glad somebody so, did well. Yeah. I was so, going to say, which one of the three of us, we all did comedy this weekend. Yep. So let's see who won. Yeah, I, I sold out two of the shows. Son of a bitch. How big two is that three? club? Like 75? It was like, it was like 200. Okay, that a boy. So, so that? I did okay. Yeah, I did all right. I did all right. Uh, and it was nice to the, the weekend went well. Uh, last time I was at this club, it was early COVID. Mm. And it was already weird because it was like July of 2020. Mm-hmm. And in the middle of uh, the very beginning of one of my sets, uh, all the power went out. Son of a bitch. It was, it was one of those kind of nights. I, I've only had that happen once. That's how it was good the last it was. time I was the there. Yep. Did yeah, you I, stop your show and have a candlelight visual? Uh, we kind of did. Yeah, people lit up their phones to, to do the show. It was, it was a fun little thing. It was weird, but we you made it work. Ac- Acapulco? I did it Acapulco, yeah, <laughs> which is one of my favorite Beach Monkeys songs. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome down to Acapulco. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the show, well, I was a little sad. Um, so for anyone who doesn't know the jukebox, I, I like this club and, and I love Dan who runs it. He's uh I'll be uh, here in a few weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. D- Dan is one of those great guys because like anytime you like he's one of those people you talk to, like I like him. He's my friend, we get along very well. But anytime, no matter what's happening, he could win ten million dollars in the lottery 
and like you ask him like how's it going i gotta pay all these taxes on my lottery bill <laughs> like it's it's crazy <laughs> like, i gotta i gotta pay this like the world's always crashing down on him at any given moment mm-hmm. um so uh it, it, it the shows were nice though it was good everyone everyone had a good time one uh, of my favorite clubs and it I, really I, is yeah the 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 strip club next door is burned down though, which is sad. That's uh, that's one of my least favorite clubs. I gotta say, yeah. <laughs> I, I kept saying that as a joke. I was like, I love I love Peoria. You know, Dan's been. I'm really loyal to Dan because you know he was booking me, letting me headline before AGT. Uh, not gonna lie to you, would have canceled this week had I known the the strip club burned down. Sure, <laughs> that seems uh, like I'm gonna use that in two weeks. Do it, man. Do it. It's gonna. It killed. Well, and, and some of the times I've been there, that club has the strip club had been out of business. Yeah, it, it's been it for a lot of different owners over the years. I know that, and that's why it would go out of business because how did tits go out of business? Yeah, there, there, there's something that, that's like saying like, oh, doctors went out of business. Yeah, <laughs> everyone's healthy, so doctors don't exist now. Like, no, I just medical shit and titties are always <laughs> in. They are recession proof. Mm-hmm. I, I could I could picture the owner of the strip club like having an emergency meeting after the club went down. He's like, "Now, which one of you broads lit a match and dropped it on the cop? <laughs> Tell me now." I want yeah, to know. And, and I was a little sad I wasn't there during the summer because uh, I wasn't able to be heckled by the dirt track across the street, mm, which is bitch. also nice. You know, I I emailed the jukebox after we had last week's episode. Just I'm like, you know, you guys are vouching for it. <laughs> anyway, oh. Either you sneezed or just broke through a board. I can't. Uh, uh, both. My sneeze broke through the wall. Actually, it's very cold. Say, and- oh yeah. <laughs> I, I think your water broke as well with that. Sneeze. Oh god, I, I think my wife's water broke. <laughs> that was such an intense <laughs> sneeze that she. She Ryan, at least paid herself. my water broke. Ryan, the baby's coming. <laughs> We're both going to the head. ER. What's the problem? I'm pregnant. I sneezed. I sneezed and shit myself. <laughs> She's having a baby. And uh, it's all the beach monkey's fault. Yeah. If you if you could if you could take me first, <laughs> that would be great. I'm in a lot of discomfort. <laughs> the owner of the strip club's having a meeting with all the uh, with all the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> trying to figure out who burned down the strip club while the Beach Monkeys hit song "Burned Down" is whispering in the background. Burned down. Burn Parentheses. Down. Acapulco. Burn down. Burn, 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 strip club. Burn. I do. I like the Beach Boys, but how many goddamn songs can you have about the fucking beach, dude? And the best part is. Uh, not all of them. Brian Wilson was afraid of the water. Like that's, I I've read, I'm, I love the beach boys. I've read the books. I've seen documentaries. He legit, like none of them really actually went to the beach. I want to say like one or two of them, maybe, but it was all kind of like, it was all kind of like a clever gimmick. And you're right. I, I still have a sketch. I want to do if I ever learn how to like edit on green screen where I want to do like a spoof commercial for like a beach boy style band. Cause the songs were all, they got so freaking redundant. It was mm-hmm. ridiculous. So yeah. redundant. Wait, 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 wait. So you're saying that like people just like pretending to be something to make money off of people who like that is not a new concept? I mean, I don't know. Apparently it happened. A lot of right-wing comedians are in for a rude <laughs> awakening because they oh, thought they invented that. <laughs> so smart those guys are. So smart. Brian, uh, could you not write any songs about the beach? 
Yeah, I could do that. Uh, I wrote one about the ocean. Yeah, <laughs> here's, here's one about uh, uh, surfing. You don't, you don't, you don't necessarily. Yeah, yeah, you, you, you can't surf on the sand, you idiots. <laughs> so yeah, it's not about the beach, is it? Actually, I'm while we're talking, I'm gonna look up all the Beach Boys songs that have the word surfing. Surfing USA, surfing safari. Uh-huh. Uh huh. There, there's one just called surfing without yeah. the G. Can I smell your surf? Yes. There's that one. Let me put my surf in your turf. <laughs> I want to surf you like an animal. <laughs> I mean, it, it is that almost that ACDC. There's four times, four types of ACDC songs. There's the ones about rocking. There's the ones about drinking. The ones about fucking. And the ones about the devil. Those and are the four it, types of ACDC. And songs. there's ones with a little bit of all of them in one song. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, a lot of Rosie. Uh, Johnny, did you ever see the movie called Love and Mercy with John Cusack and Paul Dano about Brian I, Wilson? I did. I kind of, uh, yeah, it was, I, I kind of struggled with both of those guys. Play. Actually, Paul Dano, I, I kind of can see as, as a young Brian Wilson. I had a little bit of time with, a uh, hard time with what's his name playing. But, you know. Cusack? It was actually pretty Twitter. honest. I, I, so I thought he was great. I, <laughs> Shout out to my boy, John Cusack. <laughs> what up, Johnny? Okay. No, he was good. He was good, and it, it, it was very honest about the story of Brian Wilson because he he's a uh, tortured soul for a long time. Well, the story is like he was over, according to the movie, I guess, is over medicated by his doctor and essentially being mind controlled by the doctor via medicine. Yeah, and then the doctor was like having him make songs and shit, making him rich off of Brian Wilson's name. Sure, same thing. Uh, and their dad was a huge dick, so. They were constantly fighting growing up, and the dad was, like, very abusive and whatnot. And at one point, they fired him, and so he went and just signed another surf group called the Sunrays and tried <laughs> to basically record Beach Boys songs with, like, these dudes. They had, like, one or two hits or whatever, but, um, yeah, crazy-ass story. How many surfing songs we got, Jonathan? Uh, basically, I think all the, all the ones that – you guys actually mentioned off the top of your head, which is very impressive. Well, Little Surfer Girl, I don't think we mentioned. And oh, then Surfer right. Girl. Wow. Now there's Little Drummer Boy and then Little Surfer Girl should be dating. Mm -hmm. You know what my favorite song uh, by the Beach Boys was, though? What? Ten, ten Surf it to the limit. <laughs> <laughs> Surf it to the limit. Riding on the razor's wave. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, well, Ryan, why don't you put yourself over? I'm going to put myself so fucking over. Well, he was. He's the only one that got to brag about his fucking shows all yeah, weekend. My shows went great. My next shows will go great. Why? Because I'm fucking good at this job. Mm -hmm. I'm one of the I'm best dick of joke slangers in the fucking world. <laughs> I cream. <laughs> right. uh, no, everyone's walking away from his shows. Yeah. Yeah. When you see me up on stage, you know that I'm pushing it to the limit. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, threat.com Cripple that ate on all the stuff. You can catch me January 27th at Harry's in Watertown, South Dakota. The Damn. 28th at Buses Comedy Club in T, South Dakota. The 29th at the Omaha Funny Bone. That's a 4 p.m. show. I'm going to be dirty at 4 p.m. On, wow. on a Sunday. Uh, 
trying you. to tell jokes while the NFL championship games are going on. Hooray. You filthy little beach monkey just doing those yeah. jokes. <laughs> February 15th, I'm at the Hive in Wildemar, California. February 24th and 25th, I'm at Off Cabot Comedy in Beverly, Massachusetts, just outside Boston. Then mm -hmm. we go into March. Uh, the Piazza on March 10th in Aurora, Illinois. March 11th, Art yeah. Theater in Hobart, Indiana. March yeah. 12th, The Vixen in McHenry, yeah. Illinois. Adding more dates. Uh, I just added uh, Little Rock for July. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll have a baby in May. Uh, life yeah. is good. Come follow me. Do that It'll stuff. It'll get your pussy wet. Yeah, that's how, I, that's, that's how I put a baby in my wife. Mm -hmm. uh, Brentcomedy.com. I do a podcast called The Field Trip with Brent Terhune. Who hosts that? Hosted by Brent Terhune. Uh, yeah. Recently, we had episodes of The Craziest Concert Moments. Uh, we also had the great History's Greatest Heists, uh, amongst other stuff. Uh, and coming soon, a, a whole episode on QAnon. Wow. Uh, but also uh, coming up, stand-up-wise, I'll be in Youngstown, Ohio, Peoria, Illinois, Tulsa, Oklahoma, Wichita, Kansas, Chicago, Illinois, all that at BrentComedy.com. And Brentsky, I know Ryan won the weekend, but it sounds like you enjoyed your weekend doing the uh, the the ha-has, the chuckles. Yeah, I was in uh, the Laugh, Laugh Camp in St. Paul. I did two shows, and I believe both were sold out. And uh, don't quote me on that. And well, I don't think it damn. was... It only seats eight, so yeah. <laughs> it's you they know. spread them out real nice, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, shit, guys, all three of us performed to sold out audiences this past weekend. That's nice. a first because well, it's a first for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, we were the you were the one we were worried about, Johnny. I know that shit. Uh, no, thank <laughs> you to JP's Comedy Club in Gilbert, Arizona. Fantastic. Only seats a hundred. Three of the mm -hmm. five shows were sold out. Nice. The crowds yeah. were phenomenal. Um, just one of those weekends where like because I, I don't do as much stand as as I was like yeah, as, I, as I would like to. You do so everything like, else. So yeah, you, yeah, you, you're too busy fucking working. Well, <laughs> you know, it, it felt good though. I was like, oh yeah, I can do this. This is like it's great when you're having a fun weekend. You're like thinking of stuff on the fly, you're you're coming up with new taglines, you're coming up with new end punchlines, the jokes that you hadn't had for months. I'm like, oh. This is fun. So thank you, JPs. Strongly recommend that if you're in Arizona, go check them out. Uh, let's see. What do we got? This Friday night, live on Fight TV, Undisputed Promotions, Warzone. If you like some boxing, watch it on Fight. February 10th weekend, I'm going to be at Grand Comedy Club in Escondido. And uh, I think I'm going to be doing some MMA in South Dakota in, uh, in February as well. It's going to be a live pay-per-view. So uh, I'll be talking more about that, but um, let's get to the goddamn patrons because we love them so much. We mm -hmm. love these fucking SOBs. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Misty Young, Matthew Malin, Kermit Paddock, Christina Downey, Stephen Trumbull, Nicholas Lee, a.k.a. Nikki Spliff, old Paul Reigns, Andrew, mm -hmm. Rusty, Jeff from Philly, Casey Venema, Rhonda. Shout out to T.C. Libby, who came out to the shows this weekend, by the way. Go ahead. That's John. right. T.C. Libby just holding tree trunks and shit while he walks into the club. <laughs> like a uh, man. <laughs> Craig Monroe, Sean Murphy, Mike Hawk, Nicole, Josh Hughes, Zach Belstra, Prafro, T.C. Libby in his 11th place finishing ass in his uh, strongman competition this past week. 
Joey Egan, Todd Curtis, Bronwyn, Devin Shia, the lady, mm -hmm. Jacob Schwartz, Jason Nicholson, Tom Springsteen, a.k.a. to Baus, Robin, Throbin, Noshin, Richards, and Bart Krasafi, Jr. We appreciate every single one of you, Cox. Yes, sir. <laughs> and with that said, guys, you know those three words that are coming up next. And as always. Johnny hates beach monkeys. <laughs> Go home, beach monkeys. You know, That's Ryan. Right. Johnny, quit saying Ryan, that. I'm a little tired of you pushing it to the limit. <laughs> to the limit. <laughs> oh. Stars, write us a nice review on whatever platform you're listening on. And if you didn't enjoy yourself, I'm going to be honest. We probably won't do better next time. We appreciate you.